0: Hey, friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action On the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey, friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you to stop doing to exhaustion and start being with expectation to live a life by design as that goal-achieved girl. So what's a girl to do to pay attention to her body, to keep from reaching the breaking point so she can live whole and happy? That's what we're going to repurpose on this episode. But first, if you're a recovering to-do list girl like me, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new goal-achieved girl to be list. This simple daily routine will help you be that goal-achieved girl today, instead of striving to be her one day. Sound like a better plan? Get ready to achieve your goals faster than you'd expect. And that's not all. Grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash B, or click the link in the show notes and be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink your wellness. Each and every week to introduce you to an amazing woman living this repurposed journey so today i'm excited to introduce you to whitney prude she is a certified pharmacist at Mayo Clinic. she's a speaker she's an entrepreneur and she's the ceo of the whole and happy living which is a virtual health and wellness coaching company what i love is that whitney has a deep passion for helping individuals to achieve their health and wellness and listen to this here's her philosophy Because after all, it's not the years in your life that matter. It's the life in your years. Whitney, I love that and love what you're all about because I truly believe that health and wellness is the foundation for everything else that we're doing in life. So thank you for being here today. I want to start off by hearing uh, from you a little bit about your journey, how you got from where you were to what you're doing today and why this is so much of a passion for you.
1: Thank you. Well, I mean, first of all, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I'm honored to be on your podcast and to be able to, you know, talk and share uh, with with your audience and the people that are listening. So thank you for that. A little bit about my story. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of times, you know, you talk about being repurposed. And I think a lot of times that happens when we go through challenging things in life, right? Things come up and all of a sudden, Uh, we have the, we have these moments where it's like, wait a second, (laughs) what am I doing? Where am I at? Who am I? Um, for me, it actually started at a pretty young age. So when I was a teenager, I was still in high school and my parents went through a pretty challenging divorce. And that was my first realization that life can be hard, right? (laughs) That things don't always go how you plan them to go. And also that, you know, you got (laughs) to, you have to start figuring out how to get through these things. And something that I did as I was going through that, I decided that, you know, I was, I was just going to be this very stoic person that was just going to fly through this. And I was going to be fine. And I did what I see the majority of people do is you bury it, right? (laughs) You bury all of the hurt, you bury all of the pain and you figure out how to move on. And I had done that to the point that I had convinced myself (laughs) that I was perfectly fine, that I had dealt with this, I had moved on, that I was good. And it wasn't until uh, I got into pharmacy school. So that was my dream. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to let this deter me from achieving my dream. And that was to become a pharmacist. So I got into pharmacy school. And what happened in pharmacy school is that I was so completely overwhelmed and pushed beyond my limits in pharmacy school that I ended up just having this complete meltdown. And after it was, I remember the day very vividly. I was in, you know, eight hours of lecture. I got home. I had tons of studying to do and I got into my room and I just, I was so overwhelmed and I just crumbled. I crumbled to the floor and I just laid there and I sobbed and I sobbed and I sobbed. And this was a huge moment for me because when I finally kind of pulled myself together. That's when I realized, you know, this didn't have anything to do with pharmacy. This had to do with everything else that I had buried, right? It had to do with relationships that were damaged. It had to do with feeling alone and feeling abandoned, abandoning myself, not really knowing who I am. All of those things is what came flooding back. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like I I'm broken. I felt very broken at that point. And that was, that was really my, ultimately my breaking point. And when I started to climb, right. I really had to start working through those things, figuring out why these, why was I having an emotional meltdown, right. And not just once, but multiple times, right. Um, Why is this happening? Where is it coming from? What kind of, you know, coping mechanisms have I developed to just get through, right. Um, But not in a healthy way, (laughs) which we do often in life, right? Exactly. So that was really when I started my climb um, and, and I worked through a lot of things. And as I worked through things, I had a desire to also help other people, right? As I, had, I I could have more empathy for people that were struggling, right? But ultimately the thing that pushed me into what I'm doing now, right? I still work as a pharmacist, but I'm, I'm working on kind of decreasing those hours as I've started my own business, But when I first started my job as a pharmacist, I was only nine months in. And I felt like finally, you know, like I had made it right. This is my dream. I was there. Everything was going perfectly. (laughs) And about nine months into my job as a pharmacist, uh, my first job as a pharmacist, I actually ended up with a wrist work injury in both of my wrists. And within two weeks, I couldn't even use the computer. So I thought, well, you know, I'll let them. Rest and heal, and I'll be right back to normal. Well, it didn't quite work out how I had planned. <laughs> uh, I ended up right. with an autoimmune disease. I ended up with uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and you know, a high suspicion for lupus. And it's been four years, and I still can't use a computer like I could. Right. So it really started to um, really in the back of my mind. I I started to think, you know was this partly caused because of how I decided to live my life because I was busy. I I was burying things. I was stressed. I was overwhelmed. I was pushing myself so hard. And a lot of times those mental things that we put our bodies through can trigger these physical things to occur. And, um, so I always, you know, (laughs) there's always this question in the back of my mind of what if I had lived differently then, how would my life be different now? And I think ultimately my goal uh, in thinking that and realizing that for myself and in my own life, my ultimate goal became to help other people to not have to get to that point before you say, you know, (laughs) I should be living my life differently. Right. So I just uh, ultimately I want to help people never have to ask themselves that question, get down the road and be like, you know, what if I had done it differently? What if I invested in myself then? What if I took care of myself? You know, how would my life look now?
0: Such a beautiful story. And what I love is thank you for being vulnerable, right? With with all the pieces <laughs> of that, because there's a lot, you know, you had, like you said, emotional things and life things and physical things, and, you know, and, and really started asking those deeper questions. And I, I think that's the place to start is by us really pausing and not just continuing to bury, right? It's very easy. Right. And that's something I've had a tendency to do in the past as well, is just to, you know, push under the rug and I just keep going. Yeah. And I'm confident. I can, you know, I can do this. I'm not going to let this derail me. And yet, what I love from your story is that you, from your own experience, are now uh, on a mission, right? To help others to not have that same experience mm-hmm. and to to make those those changes. So thank you for what you're doing and for the difference that you are that you are making and and really wanting people to be aware of this. So, you know, it's interesting because One of the things I heard you talk about was how, you know, it it didn't really come out until you got to this really, this breaking point. Um, So let's just talk about that for a minute, because I think my audience is specifically women. A lot of us are over 40, but I always say, if you're not yet, kudos to you for being here, because if you can learn these lessons before you hit that big milestone, like, you know, like learn from our, absolutely, school,
1: right? <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so why, why do you think it is specifically as women that we tend to bury those things that we tend to just kind of push it to the side and, and move on and think that, like you said, we're okay.
1: I mean, I think there, I think there are a lot of reasons. I think women in general, um, we, we want to appear strong, Right. And a lot of times maybe, you know, maybe we have kids. Maybe we have people that are looking up to us that that need us to be strong. Right. Um, I even think about my mom as she went through a divorce. Right. And I was a teenager. I have three other siblings. I just I, I remember that she, you know, she had to be strong. She is what got my family through. And uh, she didn't she didn't get to fall apart it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't an option. If she fell apart, the family fell apart. And I think, uh, I think that as women, we feel a lot of that responsibility, um, for others around us and also for ourselves, um, that we, you know, we just have this idea that we we don't get to fall apart. Uh, we don't get that permission to fall apart. Right. Um, and we care about what other people think. I mean, I think that that's just, in general, unfortunately, right. yeah. uh, innately, we care what people think, right? And we, exactly. we want to put on a, a good image and uh, we want to appear strong. We don't, we don't want the world to see us falling apart.
0: Right. I think we have this innate nature to nurture, care, serve, sacrifice for, do all these right. things for other people. And so sometimes it can, there can be a tendency of thinking that taking care of myself is selfish. Um, or, you know, it's, it's a look at me, you know, type of thing, but look, yep. at and not just in your situation, but in so many, you know, think about when, when you don't make time for yourself, especially for your wellness, whether it's physical or mental, eventually it will demand that you make time. Right. And now that starts robbing from every other relationship, you know, career, uh, you know, just, just those other things that you really want to invest in. And so, you know, it's interesting that you know, we will have to give it attention. It's just a matter of if we're going to, to give it the attention on the front side or if we're going to wait until you know, we get to that breaking point uh, of, of doing that. So, right. Wow. Yeah, definitely, you know, a place to come to and, and make that realization. Right.
1: Right. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of the things that I see and a lot of the things that I'm very passionate about studying is you know this connection between our mind and and our physical bodies that you know we yes. f- mentally <laughs> it it our mental and physical health is not separate right it's very mm-hmm. interconnected and a lot of times a lot of times we don't do anything until we end up with this physical ailment that now is not reversible right a lot of times you you right. can't go back Once this occurs, right, and and we wait until we get to that point, you know, it's like, oh, now I'm diagnosed with diabetes, so now I have to live this way. Whereas before, you know, we could have prevented that from happening, but
0: (laughs) human nature, right? (laughs) We don't do it until we hindsight is twenty twenty, right? (laughs) Exactly, Yeah. yeah. Because we are just either we're either we're in la la land that no this isn't really an issue or we kind of know it is but we're just like you know putting it under the rug and I love yeah. the fact that you you really talk about this the mental and the physical being connected because it is our body is a system and in what is going on uh, in our emotions in our mental you know of our we are mostly spirit side of this physical body right yeah. and there's you know so much that happens in our mental state that then starts to manifest itself in our physical state. And that's when we start noticing it, I think, right? Because now we physically, like, for example, your wrists, right? You physically yep. had this sign that something was not right in your body. Whereas before that was going the same, some of the same things were going on. It's just that you weren't noticing it. Right. And probably I'm guessing what happens. And I'd be curious just to see what you've seen in this area is that you've been, it sounds like from a young age, you were just like in this chronic stress, this chronic stress. You know, like our bodies were made to handle stress, but not long term, you know, uh, so that, you know, yes, if there's a situation that we need to respond to, we, you know, that stress, you know, respond, and that's a healthy kind of stress. But the problem is, especially as women, especially as women who are tending to bury things, right, we just keep going and pushing through and then we always stay at that stress level, right? Have you seen that in people that you work with, even in your own life? All the time. Hey, friend. Just wanted to push pause to say, I see you. You keep doing more, thinking that one day you'll be that girl who has the life you desire, but you only make incremental progress and you're exhausted, right? There's an easier and faster way to achieve your big goals. Come join my free Goal Achieve Girls Live On Purpose Facebook community. Together, we'll discover how to shift the thoughts and habits that got you where you are to the ones that will take you to where you want to be. Inside the group, you'll find coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth and lots of inspiration and accountability to design your life not to mention a great community of amazing women just like you wanting to live repurposed too just click the link in the show notes to learn more and to come join us now back to our conversation
1: in my opinion very rarely do I see someone that's not living like that I think that's I think that's the gold standard in our country today uh which is why, yeah it's you know. No. it's that you know it's almost like if you're not bragging about how busy you are you know there's something wrong with you because (laughs) that's become that's become the culture very much so that you know that's how we live today and um, yes. it, it's a problem. And, we, you know, you see it, you see it in the health trends of the country, right? We're over 40% obese, we have, you know, a third of the population has diabetes, we, you know, depression and suicide are at all time highs, like, these things, you know, it's like, it's all there. But we're just not doing anything about it.
0: Yeah, we're not connecting the dots to what the <laughs> true source is, right? I think yeah. sometimes we, we we deal with the surface things that we see and put a band-aid on it versus really getting down to the deep roots. And right. i you know, I often think about my kids, my grandkids. One day, you know, if, the, if 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 society continues to go in this direction and this continues to be the cultural norm, what things are going to be like for you know for them. And uh, and just making sure that we don't keep that cycle going. Right. So one of the things I heard you saying earlier. That I think a lot of women who are listening can probably relate to is I should have taken care of myself better, right? We tend to should all over ourselves and you know and beat ourselves up for I should have done this, I could have done this if only, what if like you ask some of those questions, and the reality is is that like back then you didn't know what you didn't know, and so you were making decisions based on your current level of awareness, right? And so now your awareness is at a different level. And so you are making decisions based on where you are. So for that woman who's listening right now, and she's thinking to herself, you know, yeah, maybe that's me too. Maybe I've been pushing things under the rug. Maybe I've been staying in this chronic state of stress. Maybe I've been neglecting myself or not taking care of my wellness and that type of thing. Let's talk about a few just simple, practical things that we can start doing to start giving the attention that it needs before it demands our attention. What would you say to her?
1: What I would say is, ultimately, your body is your best guide, and it's going to tell you where you need to go. A lot of times, you know, we see these things start to manifest and we ignore them. For example, we could take something as simple as you walk into a big party and all of a sudden your stomach drops and you feel incredibly insecure. If you start noticing just simple things like that, right, like, what is your body telling you, you know, it's telling you that, like, there's, there's something wrong here, right, there's, there's something that's bothering you, whether it's something that's from your past, it's something that you've developed in terms of a coping mechanism, maybe had some sort of trauma that occurred in a big group of people or embarrassment or something, right. Right. Um, But your body will basically it it works, you know, as a tool for you to start telling you where you can start digging. So at that point, something as simple as that, you know, your stomach drops and you feel incredibly insecure. And, you know, if you can train yourself to start noticing these things, the first thing you can start asking yourself is where is this coming from? Why, you know, why am I feeling like this? Why am I, you know, why do I have this automatic reaction that happens in this certain type of situation? And you can kind of start tracing that back. So, you know, if there's anxiety, if there's fear, discomfort, if there's, you know, all of these different types of things, maybe, you know, a a thing that a lot of women do is people pleasing, right? And you start feeling bad for uh, either doing something for someone or not doing something for someone. Right. And you feel this conflict and you can even start going back from there. Like, why do I feel the obligation to do this when I don't need to, like, this isn't my responsibility. I don't have to step in here and that's okay. I can take care of myself first. Right. Um, so that's the most practical thing, even when I, when I'm working with clients and we'll start, you know, they're like, well, wh- you know, what do I even do? Where do I even start? It's like, well, let's start with the things that make you uncomfortable, right? Uh, those are the, <laughs> that's where you start that your body is telling you that those are exactly where the things are that you need to start addressing or that you can start addressing.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. Right? Cause our body is going to show us those cues It's so often that either we're so busy that we're not noticing, and so we just brush on past it, or I think we just think, like, this is just normal, right? This is just what what it's like being a woman. This is what it's like being a mom. This is what it's like aging, and I think we just start accepting these new, you know, and something new may pop up, and we may notice it, Right? how often do we just say, oh, well, this must just be, you know, what this means, because now I'm 30, or now I'm 40, or now I'm 50, or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I love that noticing piece. It's just like, our, and that's what you touched on as well was emotions are not, you know, positive or negative. They're just emotions. They're, they're road signs to show us, hey, something's happening here. And so if we pay attention and ask those questions, like, well, where is this coming from? What's the cause of this? Then we know how to respond to it versus ignoring it, right? It's like, it's like if you're driving yeah. down the road, I'm thinking like you know, your check engine light comes on, right? And you just ignore it you're like oh it's you know it's fine it's probably just a bad sensor or, or whatever and you know sometimes it is but what what our body is telling us so I love that I love that so anything else that you would say to her before we finish up today
1: I mean, I think so that's the biggest thing I guess the last thing that I'm I'm very passionate about, you know, understanding how our minds work and ultimately um, (laughs) within our brain and because we are humans and we have a very complex mind, we have this ability to pause, right? We, we have the ability to think about our thoughts. We have the ability to think about our emotions and what we're feeling and the ability to just like stop and just pause and think, you know, observe like what is going on in this situation? I would just, I would just highly, you know, recommend trying to incorporate this pause. If You can just pause and like, observe, like what, what is going on? You you start to realize that these reactions are not actually who you are. They're reaction, they're coping mechanisms. They're things that your brain has developed to help you to get through life, right? But that doesn't necessarily define who you are. The person that you are is the person that can pause and say, what's going on here? And what do I need to do about it?
0: I love the pause because I have been a typical to-do girl. And so <laughs> my response is just to do more and ignore it or to do, you know, all the things I think I should do versus just stopping. And like you said, just pausing and then creating margin. I'm reading the book right now, The Ruthless Elimination Hurry. Okay, It is an amazing book that really talks about how we just have this hurry culture and how, uh, you know, our device that goes, that goes with us all the time. Are are thinking about time and how much time we have and how much time we don't and you know all of these things have filled these in our lives so that we're not taking time to just pause and to be and to notice right and to really care for ourselves in the way that we need to until until we have to. So right. such a great conversation. I know. I mean, this goes far beyond the few minutes that we have today. So if someone's listening today and she's thinking, okay, I want to be in t- I'd love to, you know, find out more about, you know, what you do or how can help and that type of thing. Where can she go to find you? What do you have to offer? And, you know, what would be that next step for her?
1: Yeah. And thank, I mean, thank you for allowing me to, you know, provide some of these things for your audience. The way that you would find me, I have a website. Um, It's mywholeandhappylife.com. So you can, you know, you'd be able to go there and contact me. One of the things that I always provide is a free strategy session. So a 50-minute session where anyone can set up a time with me and you can set up a time on my website. And basically, you know, that's it's the free free time for you to get to know me, me to get to know you, to see if it's something, you know you know, are we a good fit? Or is there just something maybe you just want the one session? Is there something that I can just help you with to get you going in the right direction? I'm willing to offer that time um, for anyone who is willing to (laughs) invest in themselves, right, to start working on themselves. So uh, I find that to be very valuable. I always offer that So that is certainly available um, to all of your listeners. But I wanted to provide a little bit more value and something that's very uh, special and specific to your audience. So what I decided to do, I have this online course, it's called Whole Health Transformation. But there's a portion of it. So it, you know, it talks about mental health, and it also goes through physical health, right, your nutrition, your exercise. But what I wanted to do is since we've kind of talked about the the brain and uh, understanding the mind and how you can kind of start to increase your awareness and observe, you know, what's going on and those types of things. I wanted to actually open up the first two sections of my course to be able to pre to for them to be able to preview for free. Um, so I will oh, I'll leave that open for, um, when, you know, once this podcast is online, I'll leave that open for two weeks after this podcast that your listeners will be able to go and you know read through that information and really get themselves started on this journey of understanding, you know, what's going on in their mind and how they can increase their awareness and start moving forward.
0: I love that because that's the first step:
1: being right. aware
0: that there's an issue, right, or being aware of there's something to prevent. You know, yes. because you may be at the place listening that you're thinking, you know, it's too late for me. I've already got all the news and we're here to tell you, no, it's not. You know, today is the best day for you to push pause and to start being aware and taking action. And you may be at the place. Hey, I'm great. I'm you're taking care of myself. I'm doing all the things. And yet, you know, there's a lot of life ahead of you that we don't know what will hold. And we want to be preventative as much as possible. So I think whether you're on either end of the spectrum or somewhere in the middle such a great resource. So make sure that you go and 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 take uh, Whitney up on that and go check that out. And that's going to add a lot of value, and uh, moving forward. So thank you so much for your generosity in sharing that. I have been focusing on the being before the doing, right? The pushing pause uh, before I just jump into doing. And so I just put together a new goal achieve girls to be list uh, that I will put in there for anyone who's a recovering to do list girl. And that's been typically your mode of apparatus, like it. Was. How can you start being first, which you're going to find is really going to affect the doing that you do because it's going to be the right kind of doing when you do step into uh, taking those action steps. So I will put that in the show notes as well. But before we go, uh, we've been focusing uh, lately on the seven key areas of our life, faith, family, friends, your field of work, which could be your job working for someone else or your business, uh, your finances, your fitness, mental or physical, and your fun. So of those categories, I'm curious, which one of those for you, if you were to put, you know, some more intention and focus in this year, would make the biggest difference for you?
1: Right now, I would say the thing that I'm most excited about putting effort into is field of work. And the reason behind that is because, you know, I I have this passion for public speaking and I always have since I was very young. And it's something that I've finally gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Uh, But I'm really excited about it because I I really am excited to, you know, bring this message of health and wellness to a larger audience and really create, you know, experiences and impact. So it's something, you know, not and I don't do it only because, you know, I'm trying to make a difference in other people's lives, but it's something that I'm very passionate about and that's very fulfilling to me. And so I'm excited to put in, you know, that effort this year into that just because uh, it adds a lot of value to my life as well.
0: I love that. I love that. When we serve and when we increase our service, not only does that impact us, but then it also has that ripple effect into other people. So thank you today for serving us, for bringing such value, for offering some great things and next steps for us to continue to push pause and think about this. So make sure if you're listening that when you're in a place that you're able, you go down to the show notes and you check out the resources that are there and start taking steps towards truly taking care. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together while it's top of mind. Be sure to hit the follow button so You never miss an episode and better yet come join my free goal achieved girls live on purpose. Facebook community together. We'll discover how to shift the thoughts and habits that got you where you are to the ones that will take you where you want to be inside the group. You'll find coaching to become more balanced resources to experience more growth and lots of inspiration and accountability to design your life. Not to mention a great community of amazing women just like you wanting to live repurposed too. So click the link in the show notes to join us. If you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps to get seen and heard by more women like you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lisa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember... Start being that goal-achieved girl now who lives her life by design.